and welcome to TV Times 3, episode 336. On this episode, we've got some renewal news, and then we'll be discussing the second season of Angie Tribeca, the first season of Wrecked, the Superstore Olympics episode, and recent episodes of Killjoys and Major Crimes. Plus, we've got some TV recommendations at the end. You can find the full show, well, recommendations at the end. You can find the full show notes with start times for each segment at tvtimes3.com slash 336. I'm Amory from mytakeontv.com. I'm Jason the TVaholic from tvaholic.com. And I'm Ray. And she's Ray. And it's been a very Barbara Streisand after. <laughs> so, so Amory, did you change your mind on, on, on your recommend, you don't want to recommend casual now? Spoilers, I'm going to recommend casual, but none of the stuff we're recommending is actually physically on your television. News. I mean, it, it can be watched I mean, on your I, television. I watch my, Not my recommendation stuff. on my television. Yeah, I mean, I watch mine on my television. <laughs> Too, but that's not the point. I guess um, you could technically just, listen to my recommendation on your television. Right. Spoilers <clears throat> later parts of this episode. USA Network had re- has renewed Mr. Robot for a third season, pretending it's actually getting ratings above a 100,000 people a week watching it. The ratings are piss poor, you guys. And it's a critical darling, even though I don't think the critics love season two. USA is like, we're not letting go of this. So... There you have it. Yeah, it's their uh, it's it's their sort of Mad Men, but not even getting Mad Men ratings. It's their Unreal, <laughs> not even getting Unreal ratings. Yes. Um, uh, but yeah, as we sort of talked about a little bit last week, is it's not doing well in the in the ratings, but it does have the critical praise and the award. It's getting well. It hasn't won any. Well, I mean, it's won some. But I mean, it's getting nominated for awards and things like that. So that's apparently. I don't understand. I thought that the goal was to get people to watch things and make lots of money for your network. Apparently, it's to get critical praise and spend lots of money on a show that nobody's watching, uh, which is fine because yeah. it's, you know, I, I'm mean, not enjoying this season as much as, as last season, uh, but fine. Keep keep making it if uh, if you want to. <laughs> just find it. I just find it interesting with the USA Network's whole change in trying to become the more this style of, you know, the premium, not premium cable, but sort of the, that type of, you know, the Mad Men style show or something where it gets uh, the awards love and critical praise and then, and it's considered to be, you know, great TV or whatever, even if nobody's, even if nobody's watching it. Correct. And having been like, the most watched like cable network with their quote unquote blue sky shows and then going away from that and nobody watching it. But yet that's the, the direction because they're with the other things they have coming. That seems to be where they're going. Right. So I suppose that by this time next year, they'll just have a bunch of shows that nobody's watching. And I don't, I don't, I don't really get that aspect of it. At all. So that's our news. I mean, to um, be fair, I think they're already the network that has a bunch of shows nobody's watching. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay, sorry. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, USA. I used to love you. That's right. They used to be yeah. the home of all my favorite shows. Sorry, Amory. Playing House is still on USA if it ever comes back. Prime <laughs> what time! Did you, what did you say, Amory? 
Playing House. Oh, on... yeah, that's right. Playing House is a show that is still apparently on USA Network. Um, they taped a season. Can we talk for a minute about how Daniela Duscher, I don't know if that's how you say her last name. It's a very unfortunate last name. Uh, <laughs> At least that your pronunciation has, of it is. My pronunciation has butchered it. But did you know she was on Hang Time and she's married to Jay Hernandez, also was on Hang Time. And they've been married for like 12 years and it still blows my mind. But I think is about that, it every time. Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> well, I think about it every time I say prime oh. in a hang time uh, way. Title way. Prime time, hang time. Okay, <laughs> we, we now have the trail that led to that. Prime time! <laughs> um, our first television series in prime time is Auntie Tribeca season two, which I still thought was wildly funny, but so ridiculous. Like, I don't really know exactly what happened. <laughs> and I don't quite understand all the face swapping and the finale. <laughs> the Scooby-Doo ending. And I'm pretty sure Giles and the captain had sex. Yeah, or something. I'm not sure exactly because um, I lost track of who was who was who. Uh, not that really in this show that that makes. I'm sure that it really made any any difference. It, like it was you, just absolutely <laughs> insane. Like in for a. I think the thing that was weird about it, well, I did like that they changed things up a little bit from the first season, where the first season was very much individual episodes, even though there was some things that sort of tied together, you know, character-wise. But then uh, season two was more like a season-long arc with the whole Mayhem Global uh, investigation, where it was sort of like one long investigation, and you were seeing parts of it. Uh, the thing about that, though, is I think it made it, even though I didn't like the first season as much as you did, Amory, mm -hmm. I, I think it made one of the things that was fun about the first season is like each episode sort of like dove in on whatever the case of the week was surrounded some sort of, you know, specific uh, occupation or thing that they were, you know, that they really dove in on and made fun of that as well. Mm -hmm. And then... It seemed that it didn't do quite as much of that, or it was more difficult to do that within telling an, a season-long arc story. Mm -hmm. uh, but I'm interested to see, like, are they are, how they might switch things up, or what they are going to do as a third season. I can't possibly imagine. Have they been picked Period. up for a third season? Yeah, they have been. Hmm. I just can't possibly imagine where they go next. I don't really have much more to say about it other than yeah. I was disappointed by season two. Yeah, I wasn't. I I liked all the guest stars, but I don't know. The guest stars? The I'm what? Nothing. Much, much like the first season, I did. there were things in each episode that I liked and I found funny. Mm-hmm. But I didn't... I didn't find this season as funny as the first season, and I didn't find the first season to be, as we've covered, super hilarious. So, Correct. Which I still find strange because that's just like, the style of comedy is just like right in my wheelhouse, and I don't know why it's not hitting for me, but I keep watching hoping that it will. Yes. Maybe someday you will. It's sort of in the same place with, with Wrecked, except I stopped watching that one. Oh my god, I love Wrecked so much. So much, so much, especially, but not limited to the fact that Eliza Coop showed back up. She and was amazing. <laughs> was 
insane. Literally. <laughs> she was unreal. You got it. <clears throat> so she shows back up and she's got invisible friends on the island. Um, and it was just a tour de force performance. Ray, what did the, you think of this as a whole? <clears throat> so I was skeptical in the beginning, but I kept watching because Amory insisted that it was <laughs> that it got better. I don't know that I would say got better. It just stopped being like all about lost. Which it yeah. did. <laughs> and as soon as they, they kind of embraced the things that would be funny about being stranded on an island <laughs> thing, as opposed to being about parroting Lost, it totally started working for me much better, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, they still had things every once in a while. Um, though they also had the, the, you know, like references to other stranded on the island type of stuff as well. So I thought it was very funny. Uh, I love that I was, they finally remember uh, Billy Zane's name. Yes. I was all in by the end of the season. Um, I'm not quite sure what they're setting up for. Right. For next season. Um, Eliza Coop was amazing. Amazing. Um, <laughs> just everything about her scenes was amazing. Like, just the... <laughs> When the other people, I don't know why I'm blanking on names right now, but when the other you two know, are I suddenly there. anybody's name either. <clears throat> it's awful. But when the other two are suddenly there and they're, and they're really like, what is she talking about? And then they're like, is she serious right now? <laughs> like the, the having the same reaction that he had the first time when he realized, oh my God, she's insane. She thinks they're real. <laughs> we'll just end the, okay, I'm going to leave you to guard them. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was funny and what's his name who is the Matthew McConaughey lookalike that's how I think about him Matthew McConaughey lookalike the guy who got shot who was in the in the pit forever and then found his golf club and then found the pig and then yeah yes him (laughs) um (laughs) oh my god those who paired together actually him and the blonde were great yes yes she's actually one of my favorite characters she's so funny she reminds me of emily osmond she looks like her the girl from young and hungry which i think is funny i just think that the show just far exceeded my expectations and i really hope everybody and i'm glad it was picked up for a second season so that we'll definitely get to see more i think that reese darby uh steve is (laughs) is <laughs> insane and i love that they embraced how he was this casual you know no i'm good i'm stuck under the plane anybody can help me at any time like he's just this totally like i'm just stuck under the plane get to me when you can and then he turns into the total like terrorist very funny i just love it and um zach Kreger is so good and oh my god i just remembered all of those people in the pit sorry yeah. <laughs> I love that there are all the pits, so of course they could get out because <laughs> there's so many of them. They could just climb each other. Yeah. Yes. I was like, you people, you can get out. <laughs> anyway. Billy Zane. Oh my God. I just love that he finally remembered that it was Billy Zane that was the fiance in Titanic. It, <laughs> it's just a quotable show, a show that I can't wait for more from. And I love it. I'm glad you stuck it out, Ray, because it's... Aren't you glad you stuck it out? I am glad I stuck it out. 
There you have it. That's that's our take on Brown Wreck. <laughs> it's one of the highlights of my week at the end of the day. Your description of it, of how it changed a little bit, makes me sort of interested to go back and try and watch it. Because that was yeah. sort of the thing that didn't, like the first But didn't couple. you have several episodes in the beginning that you watched? Because I watched the first was... couple. I only watched like the first couple and it just seemed yeah. to... It just seemed to be hitting on the same stuff, and for whatever reason, much like Angie Tribeca, even though it's similar style of humor, and normally would be something that I would like, it just wasn't. I wasn't finding it funny. I don't know if I was just in the wrong headspace. Once they hit the episode where they had to decide between Selma and Dumb and Dumber Two, I yeah, was which told. I thought that was one of the episodes you guys had, though. That's why it I was saying. I saw that at a time, and it was. A- yeah, I didn't watch that far though. Okay. Oh well, I would say definitely watch that one because that is the one where I. From that point forward, I started taping it and started watching it. So, so, all right, there you have it. Because that one is kind of like what I just said. Like, it's more about what would really happen if you were stranded on, like, it's, you know, like a normal situation that would happen off an island, but with all of the constraints of being stuck on the island. <laughs> right. I mean, that's not normal having to pick between two movies, but it was a really good episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because yeah. after the first couple episodes, to me, it was just like... Are they going to start moving through like all kinds of movies to parody that have people stuck on an island or they still have those homages in there, but it's really more about situations. Yeah, I would expect that, but it it felt like, man, they're really going to run out of stuff quickly here, hitting the parody thing so hard, Sure. Uh, which uh, for whatever, like I said, wasn't really working for me. So I was just like, okay, that's, that's enough for me, but. Now is the time to embrace wrecked, everybody. Do it. Do it. Get wrecked. Yes. Okay, Major <laughs> Crimes, Season 5, Episode 8, Off the Wagon. I 100% thought Rusty was going to get killed. Right? As he drove away. I mean, there's still the possibility, but I did 100%. absolutely have that moment. <laughs> but as soon as he said, I love you, I was like, that's it. They're getting in a car accident. Something's going to happen. He's pulling off. He doesn't know how to drive. Someone's going to kill him. <laughs> I did as well think oh my god this sh-. well also because he was so I mean I get it it was just because it was hard for him to say it but because of the way he was so like serious about it and the whole the way it all happened I was like oh my god what is about to happen what is going and on and then Gus <laughs> air pumped the air whatever he was so happy and I was like this is it Rusty's gonna die <laughs> however I don't think they would go there <laughs> no I don't either because they'd never kill off that horrible actor. Which Rusty's grown on me, don't get me wrong. But um, I don't think he's that bad. He's gotten better. And his haircut's helped. Um. <laughs> I mean, it's still a stretch, like, the way they're keeping him. I mean, I'm interested because I'm interested in Buzz's story, but... Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm not really sure after that how much... Go ahead, sorry. I said, I'm just really not sure what they're going to do there with Buzz's story. I wish they would get into it more. Like, I really wish they would just dive in because they're circling it and they need to embrace it and just dive in. The only thing I've seen is that the, I mean, they're ending this part of the season with a three-parter. You think they're going to, that three-parter will be diving into that? Maybe. I don't know, me. I really liked how they handled their five-parter in the fall. So I would like them to do more serialized stuff like that because I think that they handled it very well. So if they are going to do a three-part of <clears> the <throat> ongoing story, I'd embrace it. 
Oh, yeah, I enjoy the little, like, I'm okay with, like, the idea of mini-serial type stories instead of a whole, like, you know, 20 episodes or 10 episodes of one story. I totally like the two to three to four to even five episodes of of a full story. And I like this cast well enough to stick with them to see what, how they. Yeah. Oh, I do too. And I really like Sharon and Andy and how it's just kind of casual. And they're like, oh, by the way, we're dating. And Taylor's like, what? I like how they've handled that. I just, it's a show that's, you know, it's not like high on my list as far as things that I race to get caught up on. But it is, you know, one of the shows that I'm always rewarded by. Like I do enjoy it. And I know it's a consistent hour of TV that I'm not going to... I don't think there's an episode of Major Crimes that I'm like, God, I hated that. I just think that it's a really solid show. I loved The Closer. I loved how they handled the tra- the pr- progression of Major Crimes. I even liked... Because in the beginning of Major Crimes, it was what, all about trying to get that deal or whatever. And that's what it was really focused on. But I like how they've gotten out of that, too. And it's now about interesting stories and things like that and i also think it's hysterical this is unrelated specifically to major crimes but i love that whenever they're like let's get a creepy dude who clearly murders people to be our actor i know who chip from kate and Allie. he's the guy <laughs> yeah that, talk that, about typecast as soon as as soon as his picture went up on the board <laughs> yep. i was like that's him and then the way and they, they were don't t- do that as much on major crimes anymore. They they have been cast like the, the actors they've been casting as like the bad guys aren't necessarily the biggest names like they were for the longest time. But anytime you see Chip from Kate and Allie, he's clearly the bad guy. But yeah, but what but what was funny is the way they told that story though, and got to the end, I was like, "Ooh, are they actually going to subvert my expectation?" And right. And it looks like it's actually going to be. And then it was like, no, it is him. Nope. back. <laughs> yes. You're just like, it was too funny. And I think, hasn't he been like the killer on? On Major Crimes. Either probably. Major Crimes or The Closer. Or The Closer. <laughs> like, yeah. What is? What They're is going it? back to that well. Yeah. What is his name? I don't actually know. Chip from Kate and <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Um, but I like major crimes, and I'm, I'm glad it's still a thing. Yeah. And I feel like it's not going to go away for any time. I think like you know because like Rosalie Niles is over in three episodes. I think major crimes will be around for a while. I just really I like how they switch the stories up, the way they tell the stories from time to time. Like I really like the the Sanchez focused episode. Except he's getting a kid, which is the dumbest idea. I don't know about that. It's I a... just think. He... He's my least favorite character. <laughs> I don't know. I, I did like his episode, though, and I, how they flipped the switch, and you thought that he had, like, beat someone to death, and then they're like, he just put himself in the line of a fire or whatever. It was definitely... I, I just I just like when they tell the, you know, story from a different perspective or something like that, and they, you know, they don't just... Yeah. It's not the exact same uh, story uh, every time. Exactly. And so, you know, that was... Uh, you know, I, I, I like that, and... I mean, it was bothering me a little bit in the beginning of the episode every time the lady went, like, referenced the thing that he did without saying what he did so that – because you couldn't for story purposes, but it just made right. it – Right, say – The first couple times – He didn't it, kill someone? Yeah, the first couple times it made it sound like it was too obvious. Like, yeah. in, in this conversation, you might have actually said what the thing was. Like, you wouldn't have posed the question the way you did. 
but yeah, that. But just those stories and the the things that they they do. The guest actors that come on are usually pretty good, uh, and they give they give them interesting things to do. Fred Kohler. Yeah, that's I was he just. Uh, I was just looking that up. I was trying to scroll back through and see if. No, but he did play bad guys on Torchwood, Criminal Minds, NCIS, Grimm, the Chicago Code. Well, he's, maybe you're just mixing them. <laughs> Dexter. He just Not to say he's typecast people. or anything. Yeah. I don't know when he changed from being cute little Chip Lowell to, you know, the killer. But anyway, so that's Major Crimes. We're all enjoying it. Yeah, because pretty much if you scroll back, you can go back and, and uh, to, like, uh, uh, Boston Legal, CSI New York, Cold Case... He'd pretty much been. I remember his cold case episode actually. Um, he was even creepy like... on Joan of Arcadia. Yeah, exactly. He's got that typecast, I guess. <laughs> Crossing Jordan, um... NYPD Blue, CSI. Man, <laughs> poor Fred Kohler. Yeah, that must be. I think that must be why. But I could have swore. You think he's on the closer because he's been on every other? Yeah. <laughs> um... But apparently not. Just he's just been on every other procedural in the past uh, decade or so, or two. Yes, Superstore Olympics. Because I just want to talk about how much I love Glenn. I think he's amazing. I think Glenn's hair in this in this episode was amazing. I love the guest stars. I love that the guests, like that the athletes. That they touted and like, eh, you know, plus these familiar faces literally were just like two second cameos and so perfect. The cameos were my favorite part. Oh, yes. my God. The girl. Flipping. I don't know. Her doing the parallel bars. Yeah. And just falling. Yeah. <laughs> no, like the, the sliding, like she was slipping on the. Yeah, that. The. What was that? Who was what, that? Uh, the floor. Because she did the. Yeah. And then she just like spun out of it and <laughs> yeah. and went along. Just the one guy looking at her like, what the hell? And then, yep. Or Apollo Anton Ono trying to couldn't get by that lady. Trying to oh, trying to find God. a lane to get <laughs> to get by the lady. The, or the best one though was the girl trying on the jacket and then she makes the Michaela face. Michaela Maroney. <laughs> she makes the face. That vault was not set correctly in London. Let's put it out there. Um, I'm still really, I'm still really sour about this. I'm a Michaela Maroney apologizer too. I just, I think that her, nobody gets that reference, Amory. It's, it's okay, we're moving on. Um, Lauren asked, "What was her character's name?" Dina. <laughs> Anything Dina does just, just fills me with joy because she's insane. And the fact that she got helicopters and she was hanging out of a helicopter and Gary was just like, she really did it. She really did it. It's so good. Oh my God, I'm so glad. And I'm so glad it got like a lot of people's eyes on it. Right? Like, people watched it and I hope people were like, this show is so funny and this cast is amazing and everybody needs to love it. Like I love it. Like we love it. That's I demand great. it. Well, anything you demand, Amory. Well, I do feel yes. like this is another show that I should like way more than I do. Yeah, you're just weird, Jason. <laughs> yeah. We can't help you. I, apparently, I'm in like a weird comedy spot like here over the last few months. Like things are just not uh, working for me like they uh, 
like they normally would be. But I don't know. It seems like a show that I should go back and try and and catch yes. back up yes. again on or something yep. as well. But hundred percent, Glenn and Dina—they're the best characters on television. And that's a strong thing to mention, but I think they're amazing. I did like the whole side storyline of the of the one guy finding out that he actually was not. Yep, that he was not an American citizen. citizen. And his, his parents and stuff had been lying to him. That he got his green card. He got his green card. The green card. Asians weren't weren't allowed to vote. And he thought that was. Yeah. That no, was it wasn't. Like only one person in the house can vote. Yeah. Oh yeah, and that was it. Was Asian American household? <laughs> only one person in the Asian American household can vote. <laughs> and, oh my god! And the other the other guy's like, um, I don't think that. <laughs> And then Glenn being, like, so American, he's like, jeans, look at these denim jean pants that I'm wearing. They're made in America. So good. I just, I can't get enough of Superstore. And I'm so excited that it's going to be on in the fall and that we're going to see new episodes. And I love it. And America Ferreira is an unsung hero. Ugly Betty was an incredible show. And I I love her. I missed what, uh... My obsession now has been trying to figure out to read her name tag to see what name tag she's wearing that week. Oh, yeah. What did she wear this week? I think it said Emily. That sounds right, because it had a Y or something. I just could never read it fully, so I couldn't tell. I love it. (laughs) It's one of my favorite ongoing gags on the show. (laughs) Yes. Everybody watch it. And of course Cheyenne would believe that she could be an Olympic gymnast. Of course she would. (laughs) (laughs) I did love the, it always just sounds stupid if it comes out of anybody, but when she says it, it's. Right. <laughs> oh, oh Sesame Song. Our final show, season two, episode eight, Full Metal Monk. I love, love, love the relationship between Davin and Elvis and how much they hate each other, but also like our friends. <laughs> I mean, probably because they both bang Dutch. Elvis more recently, but I I really like how they're handling the story and I have absolutely no idea where it's going. Could not tell you what I suggest um, or what's going to happen, but I love it. I just hate Johnny off on his own with Potter. I like Potter and I like them together. But, but you would like, like them together with a group? <laughs> yeah, I love them as a group. And I wish Pre was with them all the time. (laughs) That the crew was like three times larger than it actually is. Uh, But really, I wish it was Davin and Johnny and Dutch. Like, I like when they're together. I I like Elvis as a stand-in and and him being there when they realized this was the 12th monk and that the monks were there to kill her doppelganger or whatever. We kill doppelgangers, don't they? Um, Isn't that a... That's the title of a a Gilmore Girls episode. They shoot doppelgangers, don't they? They shoot Gilmore's. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they shoot Gilmore's, don't they? Doppelganger. I got to look that up. Um, I just think that it's so good. And it's funny. And the music is great. And... Yeah, you get you get good action. The Like you said, I love the, the interactions with them uh, together. I love the scene with Davin going in to talk to Alvis to see if he could get some monkly advice on how to yeah. be able to control... To control the green, <laughs> since he seems to be able to control it, but he doesn't know how. 
he doesn't when he got he made the guy's eyes explode he, he which made the guy's eyes explode you know he basically you know drained uh, the woman of 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 most of it in that and I'm scene glad that and that shot her but clearly she's not dead so we'll probably see sabine again i guess depending on how no tomorrow does ray did you ever watch killjoys I watched the a couple of the first episodes and I just couldn't get into it. See that because see that seems odd too because this seems like the type of show that you would really like, Ray. It does. It really does. No, but I just can't get into it. From the kick-ass lead female to the humor and maybe I just was in a mood at the time. Yeah, maybe I know, but (laughs) maybe you need to watch past couple episodes there, Ray. Yeah. You need to rewatch some Killjoys. I'll tell you what, I stopped watching last season, not because I wasn't interested, but because I got so far behind. And I picked it up with this season, and I'm fine. Because um, they give you enough of the here's what happened. And you kind of get the gist that things went a little haywire and um, all that stuff. But I just, I'm surprised how much I like it. I have no idea where it's going. I don't know if I'm supposed to like Klein now. Because he's kind of not as much a bad guy. But he also kind of is still... Because, I mean, he did make her kill all those people. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I just love it. Well, he's the bad guy that may have a, a good motive, but have d- basically been going about things for to try and maybe put something together or to go up against some coming threat. Yeah. But not necessarily going about it in what would be the, you know, the most ethical or best way possible to... Sure. I like Fancy. Is it Fancy Lee? I like him, even though he's a total bad guy. Uh, you know what I have to say? This was not this episode, but the episode where Davin and Klein switched uh, <laughs> minds. That was the best. Was, they were so good at being each other in the other person's body. It was unreal. They were so good at it. I would love to see more of that. <laughs> more body swap comedy, please. Yes. I, I love body swap humor. <laughs> So that's Killjoys. That's all I have to say is that I love it and you all should watch it. And Jason's been saying, you, Jason's killed. Okay, I'm going to give you an ana, anagram. <laughs> no. Al, what is it called? On your SATs? <laughs> I, I don't know where you're going with this. I'm not so sure. I'm not sure. Going. <laughs> no, you know what I mean? Where it's like, this is to this, what this is to this. I do. I don't, oh, what's that called? I do. Amory is to casual. <laughs> As Jason is to Killjoys, yes, whereas where we just talk about it incessantly. Um, but seriously, though, I love it. Yeah, and for me, like you said, you have no idea like where it's going. I don't have any idea where it's going, and I don't care that I have no idea where it's going because the fun of each episode and the interaction of all these people, I just, I just want to go and just hang out with them and follow them around because even though they're this season is a little bit more serialized story-wise because I mean why they do have the occasional thing where they get a warrant (laughs) so that they can do something else it's more for finding out this overall thing and there was uh, there was less of that especially in the beginning of the last season but that overarching story it's it's still it doesn't uh, it doesn't change for me because they still the way they they interact and have to handle these things and then usually get a good fight scene or two somewhere along the line and it's just an enjoyable 42 minutes of tv yes so there you go that's prime time why can't i figure out what this a word is analogy ah yep it's analogy 
that was unimportant, but I, if I didn't find it out, I would have gone and seen it. Recommendations. My recommendation is, will always be, and forever, uh, amen, whatever, is Captain <laughs> Season finale is being released on the 23rd, Tuesday. There's a scene. Actually, I was pissed off at the casual on Hulu Twitter account today, uh, mostly because there's a scene that's my favorite scene they've ever done. It's a four-second scene after something pretty intense happens where there's no words. Tommy Dewey and Michaela Watkins don't even look at each other. They reach out and hold hands. They both have tears in their eyes for a second. The tears subside, and they kind of walk away. Not walk away, but like the scene ends. And in that moment, in those four seconds, they made me cry. And it was my favorite scene of the whole season. And Twitter, Casual on Hulu, just posted that scene with no context today. And so I retweeted it and said it was my favorite of the whole season. Um, I just wish people could have seen it in its true form and where it belongs in the screen because it's so beautiful. But um, seriously, you guys, I can't get enough of Casual. I can't get enough of it. Uh, you know what made this season even better? Kyle Bornheimer was in it. Kyle Bornheimer's butt was in it a lot. You saw a lot of naked Kyle Bornheimer, you guys. Stop it, Amber. You're making me want to watch. He's not notoriously a guy who gets naked, but we saw his butt a lot, and I'm not mad at it. Uh, there was also a scene in last week's episode, which I had trouble placing where the episodes were. So the one week I talked about how great it was, and then I worried that it was the wrong episode because I watched them all like months ago, it feels like. But there was a scene in last week's episode where Tommy Dewey says that the only thing he trusts is his Discover Weekly Spotify playlist. And uh, it was him and Kyle Bornheimer talking for like the first scene they ever had together. And it was just the two loves of my life talking about Discover Weekly Spotify playlist, which is my favorite thing every week to come into work on Monday and have a new Discover Weekly that they've made for me. It was a beautiful scene. Before having seen this scene in the finale, that scene was my favorite scene. So uh, I go where the wind blows. But I love it, and you also watch it, and I've convinced my sister, who only watches, like, The Real Housewives and Friday Night Lights, to give the show a chance, and she's mainline the first season, and she loves it. You all should, too. That's my reco. Uh, my recommendation is Amazon just put out another set of, uh, they put out three pilots, and I really, really liked <laughs> Amazon's uh, Jean-Claude Van Johnson, uh, which is uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme basically playing a version of himself where the the storyline is that all these years he's not just been making movies he's also works for some government agency uh, as as sort of a spy and that his cover has basically been being an international movie star uh, and so yet now he's you know he's been retired and He's you know aged a, a a little bit and but he's something happens and he's trying to get back into you know back into the game and it's just a it's 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 just a half hour but there was a lot of good humor uh, the, the training montage of him trying to get back into uh, the the sort of swing of things and nothing working out like you would expect from you know like his past movies and things like that. I just I just really enjoyed it, and I, I hope that it's one that that Amazon picks up because I would like to see uh, more of uh, Jean Claude Van Damme or Jean Claude Van Johnson as his cover name <laughs> uh, going on more uh, secret missions 
while while filming random random movies. The movie that they that he ends up as a part of in this is pretty funny as well. I guess there is something humor wise occasionally that does work for me. So, but I would say go check that one out and uh, and then tell Amazon they should pick it up. So Jason can have more. Right. Land canceled the Jim Gaffigan show. Is that breaking news? Yeah. Huh. Um. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I've never watched it, so <laughs> it means nothing to me. Everybody's yeah, like, I don't think I've was, ever watched it either. I was just like, wah, wah. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Ray, what's your recommendation? Important recognition. I mean, breaking news. Um, my recommendation, sorry, Amory, for having to listen to this yet again. Um, is a podcast. It's not a TV show. It is called My Dad Wrote a Porno. <laughs> um, <laughs> it is literally what it sounds like. The, it's from the UK, and the main guy in the show, Jamie, his dad wrote an erotica novel. I think they started because of the Fifty Shades of Grey. Um, his dad and his mom got an idea that they could do self-publishing, and they were originally going to write a travel log because they travel a lot, but for some reason it didn't happen. And so his dad decided that he could make some money if he wrote some erotica, some business erotica. <laughs> so he wrote this and he shared it with his, I don't know why he shared it with his family. That's a story for another day, I guess. Um, and so Jamie has been reading, uh, well, they read the first book. They're now actually into second season, which is the second book, um, reading a chapter by chapter with his friends. And it is that part that is hilarious because it is the, Every horrifying reaction you would have to reading it <laughs> is magnified by a hundred with his friends, um, two of his friends listening in as he reads it. Um, just their reactions to it are great because they literally would be like, wait, what? <laughs> so is he actually, so he's like reading it to them and then the, yes. their reactions, they're, they're not like reading different parts or something like that? No, no, no. He's reading the chapter out loud to all of us. And they're ha- they're reacting to it as they listen to that chapter. Like they haven't read ahead. He sometimes will read like that day. He'll read it ahead just so that when he reads it through, he doesn't stumble over what it says. But they in general do not. They have not read ahead in the story, so they don't know what's coming. So it's a genuine reaction to what they're hearing. Now, obviously, it's a porno. It's an erotica novel, so you cannot listen to this with kids around. <laughs> So so, not in the car on the way to school in the morning? Correct. (laughs) There's some dirty language, um, but it's mostly just hilarious. Like, I literally, at times, had to, like, (laughs) been afraid I was going to drive off the the road because I was laughing so hard. I've had to sit down a couple of times because I'll be listening to it as I'm cleaning or doing something, and it's just so funny. It, like, cheers me up on a Monday after work. Anyway, so I just have to recommend it to everybody. Everybody who has listened to it after listening to me thinks it's very it's hilarious true. as well. So It's true. And, th- and they're not long episodes because it's just a chapter apiece, so they're like 30-minute episodes. Um, and there are, like I said, are, if you listen to the first season, they're already on to the second um, book in the second season. So anyway, it's really funny. So a lot of comedy rec- recommendations in the in this podcast. You should be watching Andrew yes. Tribeca, Wrecked, Superstore, Casual. John Claude and and listen. Yeah, I don't uh, know that I heard anybody recommend you watching Angie Tribeca. <laughs> I mean, you guys talked about what you watched, but it didn't really sound like you well, were I guess recommending. It was, I guess it was more since we both had actually watched both the yeah. whole seasons. It was 
So maybe, yeah. Anyway. So I guess the recommendations really were wrecked in Superstore and Casual yeah. and Jean-Claude Van Johnson. And then... My dad wrote a porno. Was... <laughs> <That's right. laughs> um... For when you can't watch, you know, so when you can't watch something and you need something funny. Yeah. There you go. I recommend it as a after you finish work and you're hating your day. Just good. listen to this. So it's a good on the way home from work podcast is what you're saying. Yes. As long as there's no kids in the car. I will not be responsible for you listening to this with kids in the car. <laughs> also, if you're a bit of a prude and you don't like these things, please don't listen. I mean, the very first yeah. episode, I will give you this. The very don't first. Be and be like, Ray, why did you tell me to listen to this? It's Correct. called My Dad Wrote a Porno. The very first episode will dump you right into the deep water. So, like, he gets it going fast. So... <laughs> You just have to listen to that first episode. If you can't listen to that, then you probably can't listen to any of it. So, so there's your warning. <laughs> so f- five minutes in, you'll know. Yes. Maybe not five, because I'm not sure how fast they start. I think he gives you the backstory. So more like ten. But yes. You can find links to our very important recommendations and the news stories we talked about. The news story we talked about in the show notes at tvtimes3.com slash 336. I mean, you week. talked about another one. Well, we you just talked about it at the end. Beep, 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 beep. Breaking news. Um, Nobody cares about. Nathan will be joined by Claire Gendel from TVWithATwist.com and um, my partner in crime, Kurt Wagner from TVShowPatrol.com. I have a theory that Jason doesn't let me and Kurt on the podcast together anymore. It's a working theory, but we'll see how that plays out. For the Fox Fall TV preview 2016. It just worked out uh-huh. that way, the way that uh-huh. the way that they were scheduling. <laughs> and besides, we just had you on I know. together. I know, but then recently. I thought, I, did we just have us on together? And he was like, "Screw this! They're not allowed back." <laughs> I try, try and mix things up uh, a little bit, but uh, but yeah, we'll have we'll have the Fox uh, Fall preview in the next episode, and then uh, the following episode will be Amory and Kyle, and we'll be talking. What about, am I in charge of? We'll be talking about talking ABC. About? I guess I should. Okay, I've watched all maybe. <laughs> and then uh, uh, the following week will be uh, Carla Day and Tina Charles joining me to talk about CBS. And then uh, both of you will be back, and we'll talk a little NBC, and it'll be our I mean, eighth I'm not supposed to know anything about these new shows, right? Because I didn't watch anything. <laughs> well, you'll only need to know about NBC, and we'll make sure that you can watch something if you really want to. But um, you can only watch right. it on Internet Explorer because it doesn't work on any other browser. But more importantly, it'll be our eighth anniversary episode. Oh. So I don't mean to say it like, oh. Uh, I just... Well, that, <laughs> that came over like news of the Jim Gaffigan show being canceled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I don't ever listen, so no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and on that note, I have, to, I have to eat nachos, pack my bag, and decide which bag I need to take because I need to carry the bag all day. And then, again, nobody knows what you're talking about. I know, but I'm listening. To spoiler things. alert, this all happened pre-show. Spoiler alert, I'm going to New York tomorrow. That's all you need to know. I'm going to talk to some people from some Amazon television series. Uh, I don't know what they're called. Will Jean-Claude Van Damme be there? Jean-Claude Van Damme will not be at this one. Ugh. Casey Wilson will be. Uh, Phoebe oh. Walbridge from uh, Fleabag will be there, and I'm very excited about that. And I have to take a giant bag. Everybody have a good evening. And that's all she wrote. Or said. Hasta la vista, friends. Hasta la vista. Yeah, until next week.
Until next week. Asta. I won't be on next week, so. Neither will. <laughs> Have fun. <laughs> so, next, next month, everybody. <laughs> that was more to uh, the, the <laughs> listeners. That wasn't us. That was for the listeners. <laughs> Until next week. Until yeah. next week. Yeah. Sayonara. All right. <laughs> Wait, I already forget the words. And I just. Because you're singing the way we were again. <laughs> Of the way we were. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, man. All right. Um, rum tum tuggered out. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. All right. I am recording now. So. Ixnay on the. I couldn't. I don't want to say it. A hundred percent give it away. <laughs> um, I realized it as I <laughs> know my history. Strangers on the street know my history. Everybody in the world knows my history, etc. etc. Light the corner of my mind. Is that what it is? I, don't know, I didn't get there yet. I found lyrics.com didn't have it. Uh, it is full lyrics. Okay, this is unimportant, but we're recording the whole thing. <laughs> uh, where would I it doesn't say anything about corners of my mind well it's because we're this is not actually memories this is the way we were oh okay got it got it's it. the one that says like the memories like the corner of my mind right right I'm saying cats I know <laughs> I realized uh, it after I googled like the corner of my mind yeah okay <sighs> wait you can google the corner of your mind now what? yep you can Google the corner of your mind. That's a new Google search. I didn't know it was available. From the pavement, has the moon lost her Why has nobody done a mashup of that song and mem- and uh, the way we were? alone. That's got to be a thing. Of the way we were. I just did one. Misty color, watercolor memory song. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Amory. Uh, <laughs> Ask and answer. <laughs> and you shall receive. Um, all right, let's find the email because I lost it. Why didn't Glee do a mashup of those two? And, Sorry. Uh, this is maybe Go Ham will do a mashup of memory and the way we work <laughs> at their next show. It seems like it's totally their type of song. <laughs> Absolutely their type of song. Um, hello. And welcome to TV Time. <laughs> <laughs> You're waiting for a response. Hi, Emery. <laughs> Hello. Uh, I'm sorry. <clears throat> Take two. <laughs> Take nine, ten. What? <laughs> Not even a number. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to TV Times 3, episode 336.